Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolic, and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Enlighten Up Podcast. Very happy to have you here with me today because we have a really special episode planned for you. We are doing an inner earth broadcast with one of my nearest and dearest friends, light workers, and the only person I trust in my healing right now. Uh, Rebecca Barfoot has joining us again today. She is a multidimensional energy intuitive seer and channel. As a medium for cosmic mentorship and soul coaching from your guides, she is here to connect you with all of the vast natural wisdom you already have within you. And she's teaching others to look beyond the veil of conventional conditioning to reclaim power as her specialty. And for those of you who may not know, Rebecca has recently, uh, she's recently put out a video that is her disclosure of and her truth of what has happened to you in the past. And Rebecca, you are just like one of my favorite souls here on this planet at this time. And I'm so blessed that we are connected and we've been working together in different ways. And I'm just so proud of you. I'm so proud of you for coming out and putting your truth out there because what you have gone through and in order to speak that truth is so incredibly monumental. So thanks for coming back on the show. And yeah. <laughs> like you, you're just awesome. I just love you so much. I was so like, I was fine. And as you were talking about, Oh yeah, show on inner earth. And then you're just here as you're talking. I'm like, yeah, I can feel that little pitter, pitter patter up here. <laughs> so, yeah. So to everyone on the show, I am linking Rebecca's most recent video in the show notes. I highly implore you to please watch it because it is just, if you're someone who needs to speak your truth, if you're someone who needs to understand the level of vulnerability, as well as bravery to speak about the topics that Rebecca is, and um, it's going to be highly inspirational and motivational and much likely a catalyst for you in your own journey of truth. Do you want to talk a little bit about that video, Rebecca? Yeah, let's, let me, I'm like, what's coming in about that? I would say the feedback I've gotten in text messages and personal emails and, and also on the, on the channel about that and um, in other manner has been so supportive in that people are like across the board saying you inspire me. I haven't gotten any hate mail yet, you know, like whatever. Um, Just this very, uh, people are resonating that with that about the truth telling right now. Like we're so pregnant with our own stories that maybe this, this planetary thing going on um, is really asking us to disclose what is truest for us that we often keep, um, as you and I were saying, Nicole, masked, the mask and the, the sort of um, surface identity. What, what's beneath that that wants to be revealed that can really help liberate us and liberate the whole planet. Yeah, And what I had said in the video too is the final, um, the reason I had to go forward with it is because I knew I was just cooperating with the dark agenda by remaining silent. And that was like, okay, enough, 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 enough (laughs) coming out of the shadows. Absolutely. And I just, I literally just before we started this recording posted on my Twitter, my voice, my choice. If what I, if my truth makes you uncomfortable, I'm still going to continue speaking it. <laughs> you know, like I didn't come here to be liked. I came here to liberate the planet or assist, at least assist in the liberation. And what you're doing is absolutely integral to that liberation. Do you, you don't have to go into any of the details, but do you want to just let um, my audience know some of the topics that you covered? Yeah. 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 Well, um, Sorry, I was just hearing a helicopter go overhead. Yeah, back in December, or at the end of December, I was sniffed out by a, a dark, uh, very dark gray military helicopter. Anyway, so my story has to do um, with going off world and early um, 
difficult um, uh, sexual abuse that started in infancy to, to fracture the mind, ritual abuse, that then was used as a sort of a, creating a gateway for me to t be taken off world. And I talk about some of my family's involvement with black projects and um, um, dad doing secret work for, for various organizations and so on, which I think also helped me, uh, was grooming me in a certain way to be sent off world. Um, and working, uh, I was used with for my, you know, the psychic capacities of the small child, which so many of us actually do have. So that's kind of the cliff notes, um, but the, the details of it, I mean, there, it's, um, as I have been gathering in this over the years, gathering in information, it's, I've run into so much denial and doubt, and, and how could this possibly be true, and how, if I ever come forward about this, will anyone ever believe me? Um, so that was a big, uh, as you said, it was momentous in my own journey to, to just move forward with my own disclosure. Yeah, and if it's any consolation um, or any kind of warmth that comes to you in this, my girlfriend, when we were talking about it on Sunday at our um, picnic at the park, she watched the video with her husband. And he, yeah, he said that you are probably the most well-adjusted like the way you were composed and the way you spoke for the trauma that you've been through, what you're yeah. exposed to, to be able to do what you're doing. Um, he was like in awe and, mm -hmm. um, and you know, and he's kind of into this stuff, like open a little bit, but certainly not at the depths that, you know, my girlfriend is and that we all are. And, yeah. and I think, it speaks to the fact that you were used for your psychic abilities to telepathically connect with like, you know, other beings to get information. It really speaks to me of, you know, I've worked with, I've been working with you now for a year and a half and you've been instrumental in my healing journey and uncovering of many um, hidden aspects that I haven't been able to reach and your ability to see beyond what I feel most people that I've come into contact um, are able to see is, is um, beyond incredible. And there are at times, I just want to say to the audience that something that I knew in my heart to be very true, but everyone outside of me was dismissing it, even very, very, um, well-known psychics um, who are friends of mine and still friends of mine and I love them dearly but Rebecca was the only one who was able to tap into um, what I knew to be true and having your ability to see and feel what I was connected to and hold me on that path was I think it was the only anchor I had and yeah I know I think we're gonna both gonna start crying now <laughs> oh yeah your your energy is so compassionate you've truly got the divine feminine mother energy within you and for anyone who works with you they're truly blessed to have you thank you thank you yeah well and you inspired me you know with your raw and real videos and all the things like you said i didn't come here to please other people i claim here to to be truthful and help liberate this suffering planet you know that's really helpful to me as I, as I was contemplating recording, you know, um, so thank you. It's both ways. Yeah. Having a little Ron real moment here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But, um, yeah. So has there been any healing available to you from speaking your truth on that video? Like any, what's the liberation felt like since then? Cause it's only, yeah, been, it's only been, that, been a week. <laughs> I think I'm still in shock, but I'm, I know I'm moving forward with other videos related to this content. So um, the healing, um, oh, let me think about it. Just give me a moment. I got to check in with my heart. I just, it, there's an alignment. I think an inner alignment that's finding me in this. Um, we could say that before there was this sort of tug of war, push and pull going on. As I said in the video, you know, I'm living in half a shadow and a, a little bit of a lie here because I'm not being truthful. And so that is, oh, a weight lifting, lifting, lifting. And just allowing myself to feel support where there wasn't any before is really huge for me because I'm not, I'm not always great at receiving. 
that's a big journey for me in trusting, trusting others. So, um, you know, from the, from the vantage point of the small wounded child self, you know, trusting others may be not so easy, but, but um, so that aspect's getting, getting healed. And even just here talking to you and feeling the presence of others, when we are, um, we're all holding this together, all the shadow material, all the clearing that we're doing now, it's really helping bring the planet into a higher vibration. So even if none of these things have touched your life, um, as we hold them, like Nicole, as I hold your journey in certain ways, or anybody's holding anybody while they're speaking their truth, that's a, it goes, it's a light that goes both ways. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's so wonderful about having a support system around you when you do come out to speak about these things in whatever capacity you are, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be online on a, some sort of platform. Yeah. It could just yeah. be within your smaller um, community of, of friends or family. And um, when we actually give space for someone to hold, to speak their truth, the way you were just saying, there is so much healing in that. And it does bring the vibration up because there's a level of um, acceptance. And um, in order for someone to be really vulnerable, it requires the feminine energy. And so we can become the masculine energy that really kind of holds the space for them. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. synergy. Mm -hmm. And I've been getting, uh, you know, over and over through time, I've been getting, you know, so much um, guidance from my own team about becoming vulnerable. That's really I know that's the medicine for me with everything I'm doing. It's like where you get to that point where there's an edge and there's a little bit of fear. That's the place you have to go. And every time I back off, I know that I'm not being true. So it's, it's a good teacher for me as yeah. I rest in my little baby steps and also huge leaps, huge leaps, huge leaps. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, so to the audience, we're going to do a little inner earth, um, little, a little inner earth, uh, round table, I guess, between you and I. I don't know if it's very round. Oh, but we guys, can guys. Round. <laughs> we got support. We got support. Yeah. Because, uh, well, I guess it's it's been very synchronistic. Your journey has been coming up a little bit more inner earth material for you, I think, recently. Um, and then and at the same time, I've been connecting with inner earth through my meditations, not through trying, whatever. It's just been kind of coming through. And so we thought it would be really fun to kind of do a little powwow here on what we're both seeing and what we're getting information collectively to kind of help you guys understand what's also happening below us as above so below right so um what have been your recent um what what sort of transmissions have you been receiving from inner earth mm. um Yeah, I keep feeling like it's it's like asking us to resonate with it or visit it or um, the the higher frequency of inner earth as, because I perceive inner earth as holding the sort of archetypal blueprint for the ascended humanity for ascended earth and um, the more we can tune in to the 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 it's so pure every time I visit their journey there um, tune into that purity we're lifting ourselves up and helping to draw that in. Um, it, there seems to be a relevance to, you know, what's going on with the, the pandemic and all of the, you know, the huge transformation going on on the planet and the battle for light of light and dark is, is like really hot right now. So um, I think that's, that's that battle for control in the portal in, in, our, in Antarctica, seems, the inner earth portal at Antarctica that I was shown seems to have been going on for a long time. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious what you've been getting um, more recently, like as it relates to current times and, and whatever. Yeah, so back in like late 2016 and through 2017, I was having very deep meditations. I was meditating every night for up to two hours at a time. And so I was connecting with inner earth quite often. And I actually had someone from inner earth come into my third eye, um, a gentleman, um, tall, longer, kind of blondish, almost platinum hair, um, kind of like a general in a way. 
um, came to me and asked me, it was trying to communicate with me. And um, so I would have meditations where I would go down there. You know, one of the things that I've been, every time I'm viewing inner earth in my mind, the colors seem much more vibrant than here, but yet they also seem softer. Like it's almost like pastel-y. Do you get the same? Totally, 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 totally. Yes, absolutely. It's so, it's like the place I want to spend forever. And every time I, I led a, I've led group journeys down there astrally. And I just, I feel like I just dissolve into weeping because it's so, I, I actually, the first time I did this, did see a crystal city, which I was like, you know, my skeptics like, ah, you know, before I did the journey, it's like, ah, that doesn't make sense. That's just a bunch of shit. You know, I was like, oh my God, it's beautiful. Um, and it's holding, I think, some of the crystalline, you know, the anchoring some of the crystalline um, uh, grid of the planet and um, the crystalline human. So anyway, um, so that's interesting about the, what, what was your sense of the, the, the guy, <laughs> the being that you saw? Was he? They were wanting to um, communicate some messages to yeah. the collective through like, I think they're trying to reach out to various people, like a lot of us mm -hmm. and trying to channel in messages to get what they're, they're trying to communicate with us. And mm -hmm. um, one of the, um, let me just, cause I have it on my phone here. I had, sometimes what I'll do is I'll, I'll write down um, messages in my phone. Um, the message that they said is, they said, our hearts are with yours. We feel what you feel. And I think it also goes both ways. We also feel what they feel if our hearts are connected in that way. And they want us to tune into that, to allow that um, coherence, that heart coherence of inner earth and us on the surface you mm -hmm. know, to happen. I just talked about heart coherence on um, an episode, oh. the, the quantum nutritionist, Nicole James. And um, I'm, I'm getting that to me spoke to the desire for heart coherence of those in inner earth with those of us up here. Mm. Mm. I also um, recently in a meditation just a couple nights ago, saw I was shown like a cave opening into a lot of water. And I saw these massive white birds with like the longest wingspan the longest wingspan. I don't even know what kind of birds they were. And I was then shown um, kind of like, like a stormy sea, not in our inner earth, but in my mind, um, a stormy sea with clouds, like stormy clouds coming in, but then also like a lot of starry night behind it. And I, I, I heard that there's a, there is a cosmic wave incoming and that nothing can stop it um nothing can stop it and so like it's 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 driving it's it's bringing momentum it's bringing more um catalysts to this movement that it's almost like they wanted me to understand that um you know when you have a tsunami or the most massive wave that you've ever seen coming in this is coming to the earth but it's cosmic and nothing will be able to escape it mm. Mm, mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Th there was that. And then of course, in our Kashik session recently, when we were chatting, um, oh. because for anyone who is not aware, Rebecca is like the most amazing Akashic reader. <laughs> okay. If you want your Akashic records read, go to her. Absolutely. Um, I was sharing a vision I had with you in meditation where I saw like very again, very soft pastel colors, but vibrant colors of like almost like an enchanted forest leading up to a kingdom. And all of these, I talked about this in my alchemy program, um, all of these platinum plasma orb balls hovering above the forest. And when I pulled myself back, because I only saw one at first, and then as I pulled back in view, it was just a ton of them all hovering above this forest and you were helping me to understand what all that was. Mm. So I'll let you share. Like you were saying that um, that these um, beings, because uh, I got the I got the message that it was surveillance, but not surveillance in the way that we're seeing a dark agenda surveillance. Yeah. More of like a gathering of information to understand like what's going on, and it's like communication feeding back, almost like the root system of the trees below the earth. You know, like how they communicate, like the um, 
the um, aspens all communicate with one another. Yeah, I mean, that is what I saw. Um, I mean, the, the um, yeah, checking out our what's going on on surface earth and how do we, um, yeah, uh, intel gathering in a benevolent way. Yeah, and there is a lot of, to me, it always seems like there's a lot of um, uh, the influence of Davic energy or the crossover of the elemental um, realm with inner earth. I mean, I always see so many different beings when I look into inner earth. So many beings have seeded it with wisdom and like energy codes, frequency from different star systems. I, I always feel like it's a Noah's Ark, upper dimensional Noah's Ark for our uh, keeping the codes of our ascension, the ancient future codes. So that's always been my impression. Um, and that also, I mean, while we could think of it as being inside the earth, it's also, it's, a, it's, it's almost too linear to think of it only in that way, that it's a, um, it's a multi-dimensional uh, place. Is that the right word? Um, it's beyond space and time in a way. So, yeah, I completely agree. In fact, there are often times where I've, seen myself um with this being that comes up sometimes to guide me into inner we just like vaporize <laughs> and then we're there you know like um it's yeah. like we'll be walking in like on earth here and then all of a sudden it's just like whoop, disappear and you're just like in another place mm. and i agree I, I do it's very multi-dimensional in its in its feelings and um hmm. have have you, what, what are some of the recent messages you've received from um, Inner Earth? And are there any particular beings that you communicate yeah, with? Yeah, I have a, a dude. <laughs> I have a giant, a giant that I, a uh, benevolent giant that I uh, started working with about a year ago. Um, and Amanara Singh is his name, but he's, uh, he comes from the Caucasus. So Caucasus Mountains um, in what we would call like present day Georgia, um, between the Caspian and the, you know, Russia's up there, former Soviet Union, let's say, between the Caspian and the Black Sea. And um, he's always shown me the tunnel system that exists below there. And uh, given me, he was the one who gave me the information about some of his brothers being trapped under the ice in, in Antarctica, being held captive there uh, by dark forces because I have always seen uh, in my vision, you know, given the vision that the, the North and South Poles are gateways to inner earth. Um, in Amanara's time though, he has shown, I was just journeying today and just got a little weepy because he was showing me how accessible in his time on earth, all the tunneling system was. Um, and we could consider it material and physical and also etheric. But he brought me back to um, the plains of the Caucasus, in the mountains there, and I could see the purity of Earth before there was any um, civilization as we know it, except that the giants were using extremely high technology. They were aligned with, you know, they're galactic in a way, um, really high tech. So if you can imagine this primordial wilderness coupled with um, brilliantly uh, using the technologies of consciousness. Um, so anyway, uh, he brought me back there. And why I'll get back to why I started getting weepy. It was just to see how, as times grew dark, they had to, um, let's say, shut off the tunnels or close them up so they weren't just accessible to anybody, meaning dark forces that were coming to Earth. This is millions, like beyond human reckoning in time. Um, and that kind of broke my heart because then I was shown, oh, like Gobekli Tepe. Why was that buried? Why, why were the Bosnian pyramids, why were the tunnels in there backfilled? Because there's all this technology that as human, human, humanity was being kind of dropped into the dark, dark ages to experience polarity and resolve polarity, that that technology became almost hidden and maybe in stasis or something. So... He was showing me that as a, as a way to say, you know, it's time for, it really is time for us to elevate, you know, we know this work on ourselves and, and elevate the experience of our own mind. Um, 
as foremost development of human consciousness, which can bring back these, what I call the ancient future codes and allow us to access these things ourselves with ease. Um, so it's a happy, sad kind of message. I, I love connecting with them because I always get to travel like over the land, in the land. Um, I'm transported in my etheric body to locations that just take my breath away in um, like a vision of earth that we have no frame of reference for. Yeah, it's powerful and like, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because I've also, when I go down there, I connect with Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. And um, there was one in particular that, you know, greeted me several times when I would, would journey through my meditations um, into inner earth. Yeah. And, you know, you speaking of that idea of how before the darker forces landed here and, and wanted to take over the planet, that even this kind of idea or concept that we could have the most nourishing and nurtured planet and still have incredible technology so advanced that we can live harmoniously or would help us live harmoniously with the planet um, sometimes really gets buried under a lot of this um, this talk because we seem to th like a lot of people not not necessarily awakened ones to this but seem to think that we're the most advanced we've ever been <laughs> And that, you know, the dark ages, before the dark ages, like it literally was like just pushing, like trying to create the wheel. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Oh, yeah. I know, I was blown away, like working with Amanara, uh, having him take me on journeys and watching the, the kind of these, I don't know, like this, if you imagine like a cell phone or something, like a tablet, but it's made of off-world material that is so hyper-advanced. I can't, I don't have language for it. I don't even know really what it is, but he's kind of using it um, to tap in codes uh, to move through these like gateways or something. I don't know. It's really interesting. Um, they didn't always need that kind of technology, but again, as, as things grew dark, things would be, the, the gateways and portals needed to be more protected. It's back in the in the day, <laughs> beyond beyond human reckoning and time. Access to all the you know all the the sacred sites, let's say on the planet, would have been really um, available, accessible, and not just viewed as artifacts or um, physical material structure, but as again um, technology and technology of consciousness. So. Huh, the big, Bigfoot's interesting. Yeah, we're, we're getting on, like, there's so many, like you're saying, there's so many different species. And, I, and as you were talking about birds, that was interesting. Um, the big birds in your vision. Because I've always seen down there a bir birds, uh, bird species that's kind of large. Um, but that they seem to be kind of like they walk on their legs part of the time. I don't know. I see a lot. I've always seen these kind of, I, the closest word I have is like a zebra, but it's kind of pastel and it's, it's, it's not a zebra. I don't have a word for it. And um, this is kind of sad and heartbreaking, but I have noticed that um, in my work off world, working in a, like a, a I was mind controlled and then working in these dark facilities um, run by uh, Draco and the Greys and like Nazi, uh, Nazi humans or uh, AI. Anyway, they're, they've got all of these ETs in captivity and some of them were, were from inner earth, which is sad. They're doing genetic experimentation, hybridization, creating, splicing human and non-human animal and just to create uh, for a variety of projects that are not certain light. Anyway, just, um, uh, yeah, hard to, hard to look at. Yeah. And I, and I think that like, when you talk about that idea of, you know, wanting their DNA to, to splice it into um, creating something else, we're being faced with that here on earth right now at this time, oh. our DNA oh. being collected in different ways. And, 
people mm -hmm. not really realizing the power of your DNA and what it holds. Yeah. 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 Can, can you speak about that, about the, what exactly is the power behind our DNA? Um, and like what you are aware of, or, or if there's any, through? because I think it's important. I've never actually talked about this and, um, on, on any of our shows or on any of my videos of the real power behind our DNA and why they want it so much. Mm. Don't you realize that humans themselves are an advanced species? They have many things that are still contained in their DNA that are no longer being expressed in this current time. So it's like we're an expression of so many different uh, strands or filaments, some of which are dormant, um, accessible, but, but not in full expression. But they we can take these things and manipulate them. That is the dark, dark forces. Uh, humans are very malleable, malleable, impressionable, flexible, adaptable. You can do many things. Uh, the essential blueprint of um, a highly evolved ascended species is contained in all of us. Remember, all of you have house stardust inside of you. You yourselves are repositories of ancient knowledge. To some of these species, they have no longer access to this. It has been lost. Boy, the question of DNA, there's so much to that, isn't there? I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, it's wild. I love that there's stardust in there. Of course, there is. stardust in there, so much in there. Like I'm being shown the, like so much mathematical um, formula that re relates to the creation codes of the universe. So maybe in, in the human being, it's like there's a, 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 you know, there's a precise expression of that. And Oh, in many ways, if you could look inside your DNA, you would see a version of yourself that you would fall in love with immediately. Oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that. Oh. It's, it's, all, it's all about, it's, ugh. yeah, it's about reactivating and remembering um, yeah. the very essence of who we all are. Yeah. <sighs> I was touching in with the, some of the, you know, I can stick my antenna up and gather different frequencies of consciousness so I could feel some of the, the dark ones giving me a, you know, like, here's why we want you. It's interesting because, you know, um, like the, the grace, the Zetas, for example, they are not necessarily, Zeta Reticuli, the original stock of the grace, is not all bad. We think they are, but they have an ascended aspect. So some of these species have been degraded or, or um, manipulated by archonic forces and they themselves can't, like the graves. There's many strains of gray, uh, like from Rigel, there's some of them that are really the short graves that have been so degraded in their genetics that they need something like for them, they're doing experiments on humans to save themselves. Like their race is, we might say, um, on the brink. They're in certain, certain species of gray seem to be um, in trouble with their genetics going uh, down the tubes. So the, the talking about like how there are ascended aspects, there has to be ascended aspects, I think, to every race. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I really feel that. I yeah. really feel that. And you were the one who helped um, me introduce me to my um, reptilian guide, who's very gentle and, um, bringing forth a lot of wisdom. And I've been really working to connect with him oh, recently. I want to tell me, tell me more. Say more about <laughs> your reptilian. Um, well, I don't know what, if I'm seeing correctly or if I'm being shown something else, but when I tune into what I perceive when I, 
I'm seeing him as about eight to nine feet tall. And instead of like the, the green scales, I actually see some silver. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I don't see the yellow eyes of the reptilian. I actually see the most clear blue eyes I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. um, and the heart energy signature of this reptilian is so compassionate and so gentle. And that's where I really connect with is through the heart with him and i believe he's trying to help me remember the ancient very ancient old wisdoms um that they wish to bring forth to this time period on this planet that have been long forgotten yeah yeah absolutely that is so true <laughs> that is so true yeah because um <laughs> i was reflecting on you know um how do I say it? Like uh, I would, I would call it cosmic karma because I've been abducted and there's been negative ETs uh, groups that have, you know, influenced me um, unfavorably, you know, the, like the ant beings who were present in some of my abductions in childhood. Um, I've had a actually highly benevolent ant being that I've been working with for a year and a half who, I mean, the energy is like angelic. And she said, you know, this is, um, she didn't call it cosmic karma, but we are here. There's a reason to be here, you know, like evening the score. So first they come in, you know, one part's doing abduction, but then there's a, we're getting beyond polarity here. That's what we're, I'm being shown. So I end up working with, you know, mantids and um, the Anunnaki, the ants and insectoids and uh, Draco myself and um, in, in benevolent ways. So they're showing, you know, the ascended aspect of the species too, which in our polarized time, it's easy to vilify any one group. Oh, you know, the X, Y, Z, they're terrible. And, and that, yeah, that's true. I mean, the Draco did terrible things to me um, on these bases off world. Awful, awful, awful. Um, but it's, uh, that's not the beginning and end of the story for them. So it's complex, but that's, that's beautiful about the, um, yeah, your Draco experience there. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, he's, you know, he said the sweetest thing to me the other night in meditation, because I think one of the things that came through in our last session was um, how one of my, one of my fears right now is that no one has my back and mm. I've never really had anyone have my back. And, um, and I think that's an experience that many of us go through, especially as truth seekers and truth speakers um, is you know, when you get attacked, who actually has your back? Like, are you just there on a solo journey? Like, who's around? And, and when you start to awaken earlier than most, it's, you feel really alone, and you just, you don't have that support. Um, so I, I saw him in my meditation the other night, behind me, standing behind me, and um, very close, very close to me, uh, had his hands over my heart chakra. And I was getting, I was receiving a lot of information through there. And he um, basically uh, telepathically said, um, I have your back. You can lean into me. And it was just like the sweetest thing. I was like, just to know that there are other guides there with you that do have your back. And it was more of like, the reason why he was saying that was, he wanted me to almost to like merge in with him to really kind of get the downloads and the understanding. That's what I was, that's what I was sensing. It was to kind of, and I saw almost like a falling in kind of mm -hmm. um, energy. Yeah. 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 I really relate to that. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's good for folks to hear a little bit. If there's just like a bit of, of anything you know, the higher aspects of some of these very desperately dark beings. I know. <laughs> they have a really bad name for themselves here on earth, let's just say it. <laughs> well, I also got that um, one of the messages that I received actually on Journey to Truth's podcast um, was that they're, um, they're so powerful, the, the ascended aspects of like, say, the, the reptilian race, that the darker reptilians don't want us to even connect with them because of yeah. that power 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, keep going with that Draco aspect. I will just share briefly because this is so um, synergistic with you, Nicole, as you mentioned, lying back and just having, you know, you're integrating with that consciousness stream. Um, this is a few months back when I received, I was in meditation, you know, just being in space and working with the breath. And suddenly I felt this Draco consciousness coming in on my left. And of course I'm like, okay, you're just here to feed on my fear. I know you. <laughs> but, you know, pause and feel the signature. I'm not in danger. And then I feel it sitting inside of me. And this happens a lot for me. I'm so porous that and protective um, that I can experience the being from the inside out. Basically, I became it, its body. And that's, this is pretty constant for me now. I experience it largely like my, my left side is a Draco and the right side is my human form. Uh, I experience a lot of, uh, my, my left side goes out and is always uh, multi, in the multidimensional realm. Like I just see stars there. I don't always have a great sense of my body on the left side. And it's where I'm relating with higher consciousness all the time. But the, where I was going was like, it's not that unusual for that to happen with a being. But this I realized was an aspect of me. And it took me a while to accept that, even though its energy is, um, it's very equanimous. Like this race is so achingly old, ancient. Like they've seen everything. They've seen everything. So old. So, so old, beautifully old. It's very calm. And what you said about the eyes is interesting because through its eyes, I begin to see, it's like my, the, the psychic stuff comes in even stronger through when I'm kind of looking through its vision. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent, revealing my Draco aspect. No, keep going, please. Yeah, it's kind of fascinating. I'm like, oh, whoa. I can, I can hear the audience already. They're like, no, keep going. Going! <laughs> well, um, I move in baby steps with a new being when they come into my consciousness because I'm always being discerning about what I'm allowing in. And I do have gatekeepers and strong protection, stay hard aligned, uh, meditate every day, all that. So um, baby steps. So I was getting familiar with its energies and taking notes on that and just being still, like I don't necessarily need to receive messages. I'm just hanging out there. And after a while, this was probably after a month of receiving information on its history and um, this general vibe there. And yeah, some, some conversation with it. Um, Dan, oh, there's a little side shoot here that my, um, my inner children, particularly my nine-year-old, relate a lot with me about what happened off world in the... Uh, secret space program and my nine-year-old uh i could see i'd seen her for weeks relating with this draco aspect i'm like that they're like showing each other drawings this morning they were looking at uh like this mathematical drawing on graph paper and it was like then there was like yeah geometry and, all, and they're talking like old friends so i know that this draco being of my own aspect as a draco is somehow used in the programs the benevolent Draco aspect was then kind of hijacked. Anyway, I want to just mention that about the nine-year-old and her relationship. She seems so familiar with this aspect of me. That's so interesting because my inner child <laughs> okay. is the one who connects me to my reptilian. Okay, there we go. And there we go. Whenever, like, I know it's going to sound silly, but I, as a kid, I love frogs. And when, I, when I'm playing with her, because I've been getting together with her every day now. Um, I, it's when she starts playing with the frogs that all of a sudden, like I feel the connection coming in or like when she's really kind of, I don't know, like we're near a pond or a lake or something. And then it's when mm. I'm with her that it's almost like she's my portal. I don't know. Yeah. It, just, it strengthens the connection at the very least. It strengthens the connection. Yeah, very cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, we're definitely, that's a, I mean, it's like a mirror reflection um, of, of that. Wow. Well, next, maybe because I, I feel like we're overlaid here energetically, you might have the whole family coming in because that's where I was going. It's like, I had this whole Drake, I had this whole, your audience is going to be like, God, you see yours, just spend all your time in tears. It's so, so hard. Um, 
I had a, uh, beings from the Draco family. My family is a Draco surrounding me. Like they came before me in meditation at a time when I was struggling a bit with what I call the material, which I've, you know, was what my video um, is about. And they came in and there was, it was just, you know, when you meet a star family and you're just like, wow, this love is exquisite. And you want to just be able to be in that space all the time. Anyway, just, I was very tearful. It's like, oh, there you are. And, you know, some years ago, I would not have been able to receive that. You know, my mind was still too polarized to be able to accept, number one, that I had this aspect, Draco, and that they, uh, there was a familial essence there, a family that was still there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm still learning there. It's really interesting, but the presence is palpable. Um, yeah. That's interesting what you just said there, because I know, I know this is a huge, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, block for a lot of people who are wanting to connect with their, um, their star nation races, you know, like other star nation races who they may have, you know, families with or be connected in some way, but just can't seem to connect. Mm. What are some of the um, ways that people can, you were just talking about this idea of like the polarization. So obviously being able to um, bring self out of the polar aspects and more into harmony are some of the ways that increase, well, it increases your vibration and allows you to connect. What are some other things that you know of that have, would help people in mm. um, connecting with their um, star guides? Mm. Wow. I think, you know, that equanimity, that, that being able to sit in meditation and be in space with an open mind, be in the spaciousness of all things, uh, helps, helps to develop that clear, clean slate. And um, just maybe coaching yourself as if you're speaking to all aspects, the higher self and maybe the smaller, more, um, the wounded self, the, the one that wants to be safe all the time and not experiencing any, experience anything new. Oh, the, the part of us that's afraid of new experience. Like coaching that person, hey, I'm, we can just lay this aside for a little while and see what happens. Like you're talking to your child saying, no, it's okay. Maybe the child's leading the way and knows how to play in that way and let down the black and white, good, bad, right, wrong. Because adult humans are so good at um, shutting things out that are out of the range of normal experience. So it's like, I want to connect, I want to connect. But the, the mind is still locked in linear. And, and that's normal. We are raised in a linear world, especially right now, largely engaged with our left brain and analytical thinking. So it can be tough to kind of turn on the other side. Um, but if you're not already meditating and learning some kind of practice that allows you to you know, sit and be still in the gap, embrace that gap and just see what's coming in without a real agenda, I know that can, this sounds easy, but it can be tough. Um, no, I think, I think that's important. And I think that's, that's, that's one of the ways that we block ourselves is that we're trying so hard to get an answer or like, I need to connect. So I, if I don't get anything, I didn't connect. And that yeah. sort of energy um, is very masculine, but in order to really connect, you have to fall into the feminine energy of um, the abstract and, and, the the unknown the mystery yeah the the great uh i like how you said before you were connecting with a lot of water the great watery realm of the eternal feminine the great space that contains all things in which we can eternally draw upon once we become uh tuned in with those technologies of consciousness yeah (laughs) Yeah. and and we can all do it because a lot of people will look at you and i and think they have something special i can't get it but also recognize you can do it you can get that um but recognizing sometimes the way that the spirit world is talking to you already but that it's maybe not fitting into how you think it should look maybe you're thinking you're going to get english words in your head but how is it coming in in symbols and signs and how are you doubting that so as we begin to suspend our doubt and say what if 
then we're actively saying yes in a way to what is coming through. So look at the place that it is, you know, your the realm beyond form is already speaking and just notice that first and then you'll start receiving more and more information, energy uh, signatures. Yeah, absolutely. And also just to release yourself from the expectation of what the outcome you think you need to have in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's often the times that the information comes in is where I'm least expecting it. um, Or I've just resolved to just be still and whatever that means, however it's going to show itself. And then all of a sudden like visions start coming in or telepathic messages start dropping in. And, um, and, and I don't even, I didn't even, you know, you're not trying so much. Um, and I think that's one of the ways that we all Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Like when I sit without agenda, um, maybe I don't even have a question. Maybe it's a, a subtle question, but it's, I'm not trying to control, like you said, I'm just re- reiterating that. I'm not tr- trying to control any outcome, um, or fulfill some kind of, yeah, I guess agenda is, is, keeps being the word. It's just um, wide open space. Yeah. So um, I want to transition into something where it's interesting because I knew that we were going to have this chat and we're going to talk about inner earth and, and all of that. And I knew that I had written down a lot of my meditations from like 2017. And I was like, oh, let me just open my journal and see what's in there. And I opened up to this one, like literally opened up to it. And it was not so much inner, I don't know if it was a transmission from inner earth. I think it was more of like my higher self, but I wanted to read it. And then I'd love for your, like, for you to continue on, like what you're receiving, because I feel like even though it's from 2017, um, September, September 23rd, 2017, um, I feel like it's applicable to right now. And maybe we can get into some of that, like, yeah, yeah for humanity right now. So I have here, um, clear and present danger is what is being prophesized, but this is not what is seen by us. Do you feel that in your heart, the expansion? That is what's coming in some disruptive ways, yes, but for the highest good of this planet and all that work true tirelessly to assist her. Heart expansion, and so the earth expands to make room for the energies coming in. She needs to breathe a little easier, so assist her with this. As the energies expand, distribute the love evenly. This love will absorb the disruption enough to ease the discomfort of many. Imagine it like a burp or belch that needs to come out, and when it does, all will feel feel good again. Tides are turning, shifts are coming, and they are here now as well. Those will reap the rewards of this energy if they can anchor in their light, be still, know your power, and allow all to move around you with ease as you bend with the light, reaching your true potential here on earth. Mm, That's really precious. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like that's a message for now, too. Cognizant. You know, it's like, well, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like the, the 2020, Nicole, was was reaching into <laughs> and drawing the <laughs> I definitely went into a different timeline there yeah that's wonderful I mean it is about so many things that were, were um, collectively uh, being called to look into now so it's only two and a half years ago <laughs> yeah September 23rd 2017 yeah huh. and uh, it wasn't associated with a particular being or group was it no, not that I, I didn't write there. I don't remember. Um, no, that's fine. I was just yeah. curious. Yeah. Oh. I was just kind of automatic writing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. I mean, it, it is. It's a message for our times. You know, thanks for bringing that. Um, we're all being called to expand the, the heart and the consciousness and, you know, step into truth. I mean, all these themes that we're, oh, we're, um, integrating polarity is huge. You know, right now we're talking about that here on the the podcast so how did you feel after that message came through like so I I feel like everything's already done you know Mm -hmm. like and we're just kind of living it out (laughs) um like the energies are already complete in a way but 
in order for us to experience them, we have to go through this whole thing. And um, having the knowledge of the completion and kind of tapping into that timeline of completion assists in the ability to move forward in this present moment. Um, when, when what we see around us can look very chaotic and disturbing and dark at yeah. times. Um, and of course, everything's perception, whatever you choose to tune into is what you're going to experience. But and it just, it was very comforting for me to read that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Message from the future or the future. I mean, yeah. And it's like you said, you know, these messages kind of come in unexpectedly and that's the beauty of it, you know, um, yeah, yeah, beyond space and time, you know, and, and I like what you say about it. it is the completion has already happened and it's about us sort of readying ourselves or doing our, our internal, you know, we kind of signed up to be here in a certain way to learn certain lessons. Um, at least that's what I perceive of my own journey. So yeah, because I keep asking my guides, what is this, the hold up here, man? And they're like, well, you guys are, it's all up to you. <laughs> Which way are you looking, you know? Oh, is your mic, uh, is your mic on? Or oh, I was going to say, I was saying, um, some of them are dragging their heels and they're dragging their heels, kicking and screaming at the same time. And so it's just like, oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah. we want to bring you with us. We want to bring you with us, but oh. we can't make that choice for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So much of it is up to us. And maybe that comes back to our initial initial inroad into this talk was like personal truth and um, basic uh, sovereignty inside. Like we're, we're our own masters. You know, I was taken to these off-world programs to be mastered by other people. And now it's time to be my own master. I'm not looking out there for the answers because we have what we need inside. I have what I need. And it's like, oh, yeah. Um, we're so busy looking. We're like in the information age. We know that we're always online looking stuff up. But what if we look into the, my guys like to talk about this, the, our supercomputer here inside that connects us to the universal mind. That's a much bigger <laughs> galactic and cosmic world, you know, web, the web of that creator consciousness is so much bigger. And that, like what you said, it's already been done. We're just moving in. We have to look to that timeline and resonate with that. Like we were saying about resonating with inner earth brings a vibration of the inner earth. It's a communication we're bringing through our body, resonating with it and emanating the signal. Same thing with the future, the ancient future waiting to be born in this timeline and completion where we're resolving polarity. Um, just how I see it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So I have one last request of you before we wrap up the show. Mm. Would you be able to tap into the ascended reptilian race, perhaps your Draco family, for a message for everyone in the audience, humanity at this time that might be needed to be heard? Um, do you think you might oh. be able to tap into Let me that? See. We'll see. Yeah, I, I need a moment here. To yeah, take your time. No rush mm -hmm. at all. Exactly. Just kind of changing the channel a little here. Kind of searching. Hey, you know, like, hey, are you there? Do you want to speak? Oh, it's like so much of what you see around you is a projection of your own mind. I think we touched on that. Oh, we come as reminders to look beyond the appearance of things. Things are not always what they seem. You take this as an application to use, oh, on the surface of your planet now, what do you see? Then look inside yourself more deeply. What do you perceive there? We would say there is probably mm, some cognitive dissonance between what you feel in your heart and what you know deep inside of you and what is being. Mm, 
pushed as medicine around the planet right now. Remember, things are not always what they seem. This is our ascended message. Oh, from the Draco Collective. And I see them turn into white, you know, with wings. Remember, things are not all what they seem. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I think that message is really um, powerful in the sense that them telling us to really go in deep within ourselves to connect oh. with that depth, um, yeah. perhaps maybe a depth we have yet to go within ourselves because it allows us to connect to the depths within the cosmos. Um, totally, totally. It's that yeah. abo- as above, so below. Everything we've been talking about in this podcast, it's like if you mm-hmm. want to really connect to the depths of the vastness of everything that is, connect through your own depth of yourself. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bringing us into alignment and trusting that alignment, like trusting our own truth and our voice and that alignment we have with, you know, I would see that cosmic galactic and planetary gateway by the head opening and just illuminating us all with light. So, yeah. Well, good to, thanks for, you know, ending here, you know, really with messages of light for the collective, which we need so much right now. We do. We do. People need to hold um, hope and light and, um, you know, the real tests come when we feel like we're not strong, you know, and that's when we have to be our strongest is when we feel that there is no hope. And I mean, I don't believe that, that that's the case at all, but I know that there are people out there who are feeling that way. And, um, I think there are just some really powerful messages throughout this whole episode of this idea of um, heart coherence with the inner earth beings, also heart coherence with all of, you know, um, our star um, nations out there. Uh, When we can tune in through the heart, we are building a powerful energy field of not just resonance that helps to facilitate this planet, but also um, the communication that we can receive because the heart mm-hmm. is like the eternal highway. Totally. And with each other, you know, as we tell our truth to the world, we come into um, a stronger connection with the human family. You know, like what I've done has brought me closer instead of living in a state of severedness or separation, which is where they want us. So we can continue to be controlled and, and cut off. Uh, we come into communion with humanity in our you know, that, that vulnerable love for um, one another in a way, like you're saying exactly heart, co- uh, heart coherence with um, human brothers and sisters and star brothers and sisters. And the way that everything inside of us, we were more, more similar than we are not similar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, now that we both experience the same thing of, this idea of falling in, merging into um, the beings who are coming forth to communicate um, with us, that everyone in the audience can do that, I think, as a visualization technique in their meditations. If there's anyone that you feel coming in or anything that you see in your mind, allow yourself through the heart to merge into the energy fields of unity uh, with that being um, to receive whatever information even if it's not information, maybe it's not information for the mind. Maybe it's information just for the body, for the cells, for the heart, for the field. Who knows? Just allow yourself to receive it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thanks so much for coming on yeah. the show. This was super fun. It was really fun. I know we could we could talk a long time. I know we could well, go forever. Well, so, well, um, it. Let our audience. Okay, what's your YouTube channel's name again? It's Series Blue. Series Blue. Mm-hmm. And people, please go, go on over there to check her out because she's going to be dropping some really great videos in the future. <laughs> oh, sweet. More off-planet videos and information, <laughs> more truths. Um, and if anyone wants to work with you, how can they get in touch with you? Oh, go to my website, RebeccaRoseBarfoot.com. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And if you want to book appointments with her, 
Um, I highly recommend, I highly, highly, highly <laughs> recommend uh, Rebecca. So thanks again for coming on the show and to the audience. Um, thanks again. I love you guys for joining me every week. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you guys need, um, if you guys want to send me in your, your, your ideas or guest topics or anything like that, just send them over to my website, inflexibleme.com right now, because I'm taking down the Enlighten Up website and I'm just going to have everything all in one place. Eventually, nicolefrolic.com. Maybe within the next couple of weeks, it'll be that. But just contact me there, guys, um, and I'll be happy to, to get your stuff on the show. I love you. Stay in your truth and um, let your heart be your guide right now. Let your heart be your guide. Thanks again, everyone. We'll be back with you soon. Thank you all for joining our show. We appreciate you tuning in and supporting us. If any of you have any questions you would like answered on the show or any guests that you would like to hear on our show, please email that information to us at info at or send us a voice message using the Anchor app. There's a super cool feature on there that allows you to send us a message or ask us a question with a touch of a button right from the app. And please continue to support us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you haven't checked out Nicole's channel on YouTube yet, head on over there for some more insight from her, or you can visit her website, inflexibleme.com, where you can book a personal coaching session or a tarot reading, watch some of her most informative videos, or you can sign up for her newsletter. And if you're interested in some light language healing, head to my YouTube channel, lisaloveslove.com, or send me an email to lisa at lisaloveslove.com to inquire about your own personal reading. Thank you again for joining us and supporting us, and we'll be back with you all next week.